At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good Tuesday morning, too. It is a numbers game at VSEN, the Sports Betting Network, VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Fubo, Sling Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All brought to you by BetMGM Nevada, Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay, uh, Jeff, if you're uh, if you're wondering why I'm wearing this uh, top over the shirt today, which I know everyone is, the wind is so absolutely ridiculous here in Las Vegas. First of all, we got alerts on our phone over the last couple of days, but secondly, I live in a uh, in a U-shaped sort of area in the middle of the Strip, city center. Many may be familiar with it. The wind is so strong in that little area that you in that you that if you are a human being of a hundred and 35 pounds, let's call it or less, of which I am not in that group. This just in. You will be blown off into the strip. And I'm not even making it up. The girlfriend is not allowed outside. She will disappear. She will go, in, she will go into, into, the, uh, into the stratosphere. The, the, the valet downstairs, by the way, this story is getting more bougie by the second. But the valet downstairs is like, don't go upstairs, man. <laughs> like, there's a monster out there. The monster that is the win. We braved it in, though, for uh, for some sports betting talk. Bo- Mode Dekeel will be here from the jumpball.net to talk NBA with us later. Todd Wright on the NHL. Mark Borcher to go over some uh, adjusted regular season win totals and his baseball picks of the day. Got to love uh, William Hill putting out those uh, adjusted season wins every single day. Andy McNeil on the shenanigans. That is the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. Oh, my God, with the Capitals last night. Oh, Jesus. So close to taking a 3-1 to lead over the Panthers. An empty netter that misses by an inch. And they lose it in OT. Panthers get the equalizer, win it in overtime. Just another chapter in the history of the Washington Capitals. We'll get into that with both uh, McNeil and Todd Wright a little later on. Um, so we have now, Jeff, to, uh, we have now a situation where in both the NBA and the NHL, NHL first-round NBA conference semis, Three-quarters of both locked in two-to-two ties. Three out of the four NBA series, with the exception of the Warriors and the Grizzlies, and six out of the eight in the NHL all wrapped, all knotted up at two apiece. And all four, uh, four, all four games tonight are two games apiece of the NHL. But to the NBA first, where last night the Celtics tied it up with the Milwaukee Bucks two-to-two, 
Al Horford, the Al Horford game, as it will be remembered, 30 points for Horford. He had 16 along with Jason Tatum's 12 in the fourth quarter. Tatum also had 30, a much quieter 30. Uh, but they had Horford at 16, Tatum 12 alone in the fourth quarter to help the Celtics outscore the Bucks 43-28 to in that frame. Horford had uh, Boston's first six points, Tatum the last eight during a 14-2 run that put the Celtics ahead for good, gave them a 106-96 to lead with 3.33 left. Boy, did that escalate quickly, as I believe was stated in the great motion picture Anchorman. The Bucks uh, would not cut the margin below six the rest of the way. Horford uh, sparked the rally after Boston had trailed by 11 late in the third quarter. Uh, Celtics shot 40% through the first three quarters of the game. Then they went 16 of 19 overall and four of five from three-point range in the final quarter. Horford, six of six, Tatum, five of six. And again, no Robert Williams in this game for the Celtics. And they get it done. That turnaround right there at the end of that game, staving off the three-to-one deficit and nodding this series up at two apiece. Might we look back when all is said and done in these NBA playoffs, Jeff, and say that was the key sequence in the entire NBA playoffs? Absolutely in play. Absolutely in play for that. And that looked like the pre-championship Milwaukee Bucks in the fourth quarter. Gil, that's something we would have seen in 2019. More than what I would have expected to see in 2022. But credit to the Celtics who... Again, I don't even think played a great defensive game yesterday and still managed to find a way to win because of Al Horford's random 30 points. Uh, and Tatum made Tatum down the stretch. I mean, anytime Amazing. you need a big bucket down the stretch. Tatum, I mean, the one where he basically fell on his face and still managed to that throw it in. Uh, that, was, that was an incredible play. But uh, one other thing I will say, too, in this series, and and you noticed it in the Brooklyn series, but I, th- I thought that had to more had to do with Nash just having no idea what he's doing. Ime Udoka really can coach. Oh, for sure. And you saw he out-adjusted Budenholzer in that in that fourth quarter. And I know it helped that Boston shot almost almost 80 or 75, 80% from the field in the fourth quarter. But I've been very impressed with Udoka uh, in this playoff run for Boston so far. And now, instead of being down 3-1, Hold serve the rest of the way, and Boston's going to the East Final. I don't mean to oversimplify the NBA playoffs, but basketball, again, can be a very simple sport, right? We, we always say, give me access to the three-point numbers at the end of a game. I'll tell you who wins 90% of games. Obviously, you don't have access to that. But the Bucks at this point are, their best play every time Tal Gord is just give the ball to Giannis and let him go. By the way, Drew Holiday would not be satisfied until he shot the ball 100,000 times last night. But it's very simple. Everything goes through Giannis, especially with Middleton out. Everything on the Mavericks goes through Luka. And it basically, I mean, it's that simple in those series. And the Warriors are, are the most beautiful thing in sports. We'll get to them momentarily. That's another thing. Now, the, the Heat and the Sixers, I think, is the most fascinating. We'll, we'll uncover some analytics here on that series momentarily, which I think is, I think should inform bets. But we'll get to that. So Celtics, Bucks, 2-2. Two two. Warriors, as I mentioned, they're the, they're the one team, obviously, that goes up 3-1. to one. No jaw last night. We have no idea if jaw's playing in Game 5. It's a, apparently a closely held national secret, the extent of his injury. But the Warriors get it done 101-98. I think we've had a beat on this series better than any, which is I thought the Warriors would roll them in Game 3. We said that on air. It did happen. Thought it was too many points last night. Remember, the Grizzlies were 20 and 4 straight up without Ja this year. It was too many points. The Warriors didn't take a lead till there were 45.7 seconds left in this game. And at that point, 
from that point forward, Steph hit eight free throws. <laughs> Just right. All those free throw problems he's been having went by the wayside. He had 32. Um, Mike Brown coached last night in Steve Kerr's absence. If you're the uh, Sacramento Kings, you have buyer's remorse after that performance last night for the Warriors because they were lethargic early. That's kind of unfair to Mike Brown. He was like 11-0 and when Kerr had the, Brock, the, the back problems back in 2017. But the Warriors figure out a way. But they kind of, they've played a few games this, these, this postseason where they've just kind of lollygagged through. I also thought that the game they lost to the Nuggets, they sort of lollygagged through that game mostly. But, man, when they are on top cylinders, it's just it's unbelievable to watch. This series has been the series of missed opportunities, Gil. The only game where the loser didn't have a legitimate, legitimately great chance to win that game was game three. That was it. Memphis, you could argue blue game one. Golden State, you could argue blue game two. And then last night, I, I'm pretty sure Dylan Brooks is still brooking, bricking threes oh. at this point. Uh, I thought Brutal. Jenkins did a horrific job allowing Brooks. I know they, he wanted his defense out there, but he was just such a disaster offensively, and he was unwilling to not stop shooting the ball that he shouldn't have been in the game down the stretch. He was. Dylan Brooks, returning from the one-game suspension, missed that three-point try with 53 seconds left, which was just brutal. Finished 5 of 19 with 12 points, 8 assists, 5 boards. Steven Adams, by the way, in his return to the lineup, Thank you, Taylor Jenkins. Uh, 10 points and 15 rebounds. Ty, Tyus Jones, 19-6-5 and five in defeat for Memphis. But Golden State scored 39 points in the fourth quarter. Top the 38 they scored in the entire first half. Wiggins, 17-10. Clay had 14, despite missing all seven of his threes. Grizzlies only made 9 of 35 on threes. Dubs only 9 of 37. Warriors had 11 first-half turnovers, 16 total. They started 0 of 15 from behind the arc. The Warriors did. Otto Porter hit the first one with 324 before halftime. Warriors' first team to go 0 of 15 from behind the arc to start a game since the 2011 Thunder in the postseason game. Back in 2011 against the Mavericks, Game 3 of the Western Conference Finals. And again, we don't know if Morant's playing again. This series, Dunzo? Just Dunzo either way. Yes. In five? Maybe six. I mean, Memphis Memphis for three quarters, I thought, played as well as they could have without Moran. But that's the thing. Like, all these things we just talked about, the Warriors, just completely not able to hit a three for almost the entire first half. Clay didn't hit a three. You just wonder, like, the Warriors can turn it on when they want and beat this team. Yeah, no, I, they're, they're, they're better. They're better. Memphis just isn't ready yet, Gil. That's all it is. We had this debate. Who, who, were you, who was worse down the stretch last night, the Bucks or the Grizzlies? I said Grizzlies, you said Bucks. Yeah, I, I think the circumstances of the way Milwaukee lost, where they could take a that's a team that with championship pedigree who just won it last year at home, and in a series where teams have been unable to score, allowing forty three in the fourth quarter, uh, that was just horrific to me. Memphis just got beat by a better team with that with not having their best player on the court with Morant being hurt. So uh, even though they were bad. I thought Milwaukee's collapse was worse. Okay, no line for the Warriors game five. Obviously, we don't know about Ja, about ja right now. Uh, Memphis to come back and win the series with three straight, 14-1. to one. No thanks. Need more than that. Celtics favored by, what is it, five and a half I'm seeing in game yep. five tomorrow night. And the adjusted series price back to sort of what it was originally. Celtics minus 200, bucks plus 170. Kind of where it was right before the series now in a de facto best of three. 
I don't want anything. I have I'm just going to write out my Milwaukee Eastern Conference futures at this point and see what happens. And I have the I have the bookends of that. I have bucks in this series plus 192, and I have bucks to win it all at plus 740. Only other futures bet I have is the Warriors to win it all plus 550. I don't know. I'm just, I just it's very simple, right? And the and the Celtics in this series have you know the two we were we're talking about the two point field goals made. Game one, they only had 10 of them made. Game two, 18 two-point field goals made. Game three, 23 two-point field goals made. Game four, 28 two-point field goals made. So the Celtics have just improved inside the paint each and every game. But if but if Giannis can do Giannis things, they're live. It's it's the Mavericks and the Bucks, it's so simple. I want to get after the break, I want to get into the to the heat and the Sixers because this to me is the most fascinating analytically. And I think ought to inform your bet tonight. What our eyes tell our brains, not often what's happening. Coming back on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Numbers game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style. You're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522-4700. It's Gil Alexander. We do have two tennis picks. The tennis pick did not get there yesterday. Oh, boy. Streak broken. Uh, we do have two this morning. They're about to start here. One price, uh, mine is better than what is available now. The other one, you could actually get a better price. Uh, I have Bianca Andrescu against our girl Emma Raducanu. I got Andrescu last night at minus 128, I believe it was. It's all. It's minus one forty-three. By the way, that forty cents of CLV did nothing for us yesterday. Once again, CLV doing its thing. Um, so with the with the Bianca Andrescu play, uh, that is fifteen cents, roughly worse than what it is, or better. I got it fifteen cents better. So it's yeah, it's about fifteen cents worse now. I wouldn't play it much higher than it is. Like minus one forty-three. If you could still get that, play it. But. Don't play it at minus 150, I guess is what I'm saying here. The other one is you can get a better price than I did. On the men's side, I am on Alejandro Davidovich Fakina 
against Felix Ogier Aliasim. I only got plus 105. You can get like plus 118 on that. So that actually went against me. So the two plays are Bianca Andrescu against Emma Raducanu and Alejandro Davidovich Fokina, the latter of which against Felix Ogier Aliasim, the latter of which you can get at a better price than I did. Those start here momentarily in Rome at the Italian Open if you want some clay court tennis this morning. Uh, okay, so, and, and by the way, oh, we had another baseball ninth inning amazing comeback last night. We'll get into that. The Cleveland Guardians getting it done. We have, we have a tweet, by the way. This is from, and we'll, we'll analyze a little later, but this is from Chris Hartman. He said, Gil, I had the Mets last week in that amazing ninth inning comeback, and I had the White Sox last night who were the victims of the comeback. The Sox, the, the Sox loss garnered way more agony than the Mets' euphoria. The gambling gods took little time squaring that one. That's such a great tweet because that really is one of the truisms where it's like the highs are not nearly as high as the lows are low. I think that extends into some other There's a reason you remember your yeah. bad beats more than your, 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 big, your good wins more times than not, Gil. Yeah, Joe C714, watching Rome, clay courts, and listening to a numbers game. Does it get any better? Man, I appreciate that. All right, so this is this is the, the thing. So all of those other series to me are, are they're pretty simple. The Warriors are just beautiful, and then everything through the Bucks runs through Giannis, everything through the Mavericks runs through Luka. And I don't know that there's much to say other than did the shots go in or the shots not? Did Luka have a great game? Did he get help? Did, did Giannis get help? Did he have a great game? It's very simple in that regard, if you want to distill it. I don't think you can say it quite the same way about the Sixers and the Heat, which is the first of two games tonight. And there was a great, and I do mean a great piece, and I want to give credit, a great piece written by, let me get the uh, name right, this is at NBA.com, NBA.com, uh, written by, it's called The Rules of Engagement, was an article written by a gentleman named uh, Cooper, why can't I get this to stop in one place? Cooper Moorhead. So let's give a shout out to Cooper Moorhead on this. But he was essentially breaking down this series, which is also tied at two games apiece. The Heat are favored by three tonight. Heat favored by three. So this again, all these, you know, besides the Warriors series, all de facto best of threes now at this point. The adjusted series price on this uh, is back to what it was sort of Preflop, although I'm not seeing one listed right here. You see it just, oh, yeah, they go. My, heat minus 150, Sixers plus 125. So not exactly preflop. But here is here's a highlight from, from this article, and I just want to pinpoint this. This is Dean Oliver had the greatest line about analytics, specifically as it relates to the NBA, but it can relate to analytics in all sports. Uh, as a human being, we analyze one game better than analytics can. But analytics sees every game. And so often in basketball, I would say more than any other sport, because we, we, our eyes are dazzled by great athleticism and result, and our brain tends to purge sort of logic at the same time or, or purge the bigger picture of what is actually happening. And this does a great job of that, which is he was pointing out no team in the league talking about the heat now. He says, no team in the league forces more defensive possessions into the final five on the play clock than do the Heat. And when they do that, when the seconds are exhausted and the walls are closing in, reading from the article now, he says they only surrender 0.82 points per possession. So they force more opposing possessions in the final five seconds of the play clock. 
And when they do that, 0.82 points per possession. Now, that's elite, by the way. That is unbelievable defense, team defense by the Heat. But now let's go to this series. In game four, this past game where the 76ers knotted up at two games apiece, Sixers had 24 possessions, 24 different possessions, the seventh most that Miami has forced all season, going to the final five seconds on the shot clock. You know what the, uh, what the Sixers scored on those 24 possessions? A whopping 1.72 points per possession. 1.72. So more than double what the Heat typically give up on those same possessions. Game three, by the way, which was the Sixers' first win in this series, the return of Joel Embiid, that number was 1.13. So not as good as it was in game four, but still much better than the Heat typically give up. So... Some of the biggest shots that have been hit against the Heat all season, in other words. So if you go through all 91 games that Miami has played this season, the 34 points they allowed in the final five seconds of the play clock in Game 3 was a season high, and then that number was immediately toppled by the 43 points they gave up in the opposing shot clock final five seconds in Game 4. So I hope that makes sense to people. So, so essentially... The narrative going right now, and again, we are most affected by recency bias. We are most affected by the way our brains purge. Oh, well, Harden happened to hit that shot. Oh, my God, the Sixers are so good. But those, what, that, what those stats tell us is that games three and four were such statistical outliers now, nothing's ever that simple. It doesn't come down to one, as the article points out. There's other things going on, uh, particularly the, the Sixers want Jimmy Butler to... The, 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 the Heat basically have the idea, we're not going to let Embiid or Harden beat us. We're going to let everybody else beat us. Whereas the, the flip side is the Sixers are like, we'll let you beat us, Jimmy Butler. We're not going to let the other people beat us. You get as many points as you want kind of thing. So there's that kind of thing. There's obviously, does shots go down? Do shots go down? Do not. The Heat haven't been having been sinking shots. But that thing on the final five seconds of shot clocks, to me, is so fascinating. And again, if you're thinking to yourself, oh, the Sixers have just turned it on. This is how great they are. They got to they gotta duplicate that two more times. And the chances of them statistically having a statistical anomaly four times in a best-of-seven series, to me, is remote. And so for me, that's why I still think the Heat are the favorite in this series. Heat favored by three. We mentioned the adjusted series price. What do you like here, Jeff? I really don't want anything to do with this series. I would only take the heat. That would be the only thing I would do. That stat is yeah. so fascinating to Th- me. That, w- that would be the only thing I'd look at, uh, even though I will say, and this kind of goes for the Phoenix, Phoenix-Dallas series as well, when you have the best player in the series, you can tilt the scales in your direction. This goes for Milwaukee and and Boston as well. But but Gil, I, I, the one thing that has happened in this series so far is role players on both sides have been brutal on the road and have been great at home. And that is one thing where Miami's role players, I, there's been a considerable difference all year for how they performed at home as opposed to the road. So. I'll just lean towards a team that has home court the whole way through. I wouldn't be shocked if we have seven home team victories in this series, which advances Miami. I think I may lay the points pre-flop tonight. I really might. If I can get three, it seems some three and a half, but if I can just lay the three here, I may do it. As I really, I don't believe James Harden can do what he's done two more times 
and I'll bet on tonight not being one of them. Great job by uh, Cooper Moorhead on that at NBA.com. Then the other series is the Suns and the Mavericks, which you alluded to. Again, this is game five. So the Suns are favored by five and a half tonight. Kelly, uh, Kelly Bidlin from Primetime Action already laying the points with the Suns tonight. The angle being they're going to get every single call on God's green earth tonight, especially after how it went for them in Dallas. You want to lay the points with the Suns tonight? Kelly Bidlin uh, going with the uh, with the He's laying the laying lay, the wood laying. Well, I don't know if I would call five and a half six the wood, but I don't want this series to me is another one. I think the home team's winning all seven games. I also like this game. Uh, I like this game under as well. Uh, Two thirteen. I know that total's low, but I like that under more than I like a side in this one tonight. Great game. Great night in basketball. Two game fives again. Neither team has won on the opposing court thus far. Two great game fives, four great game fives in the National Hockey League, which we'll get to with Andy McDeal and Todd Wright. little football uh, aside coming back. Tom Brady with some news this morning and how the schedule makers were affected by Tom Brady. Coming back, Numbers Game Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Spring Special is here for only $59. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VSIN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Octobel will have best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well when the time comes. Not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. The full VSIN experience. Featuring daily best bet email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. Cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vsin.com slash spring. You ever see, you see that commercial, Jeff, where the, uh, the dude is taking the picture of Giannis and some other dude at the table, and then Giannis catches him, and he's like, are you taking a picture of us, bro? And the guy's like, uh, can I? And then Giannis is like, all right, sure. That, other dude that is commercial just... creeps me out, man. <laughs> that, guy, <laughs> that guy's like, yeah, is that okay? It's a very odd commercial. They the other, run the, it too many times. The other dude is Thanasis. Oh, was it Thanasis? Yeah. I wouldn't even look at it. I was like wrapped up in Giannis. It's a very odd commercial. Anyway, just a brief aside. So it happened again last night in, in Major League Baseball. And again, if you bet baseball, I, you know, I typically would say this kind of thing happens every three years. Well, I guess not. It happens uh, once a week now. The White Sox up on the Guardians 8-2. to 8-2 to last night in the ninth. And there it is when uh, when AJ Pollock homered in the in the bottom of the eighth for the White Sox to put them up eight to two. The White Sox win probability ninety nine point eight percent. There you go. Put the White Sox up eight to two. And then, oh, by the way, that bottom of the eighth. Then came the top of the ninth. Uh, solo shot by uh, Andres Jimenez. The RBI on an error later from Austin Hedges. Eight to four, basically two outs, eight to four, bases loaded. It's what you dream about when you're a kid in your backyard. Bases loaded down for Josh Naylor. Gone. Grand slam, eight to eight. We're going to extras. Both teams trade a run. Uh, trade a run in the, uh, in the uh, 10th inning. 
And in the 11th, Naylor, three-run Jimmy Jam, ball game. It holds up. And the Guardians win it 12-9. We got another guy, by the way, someone else on Twitter pointing out. Uh, this is from this is from Jesse Welch. I had the Mets last week in the Sox last night, too. How ironic. A lot of people uh, went with the faves, I guess, in both of those games. So they we're both favorites, Mets and White Sox. Oh, the Mets were an underdog that Mets night because that was uh, Walker against Nola. Yeah. So we have that. We have that Kiniela twice now. So, uh, Gil. Gil, I just want to throw this out there because Jason Stark, as always, as as good as there is in the business, uh, letting us know the stats by stats with this incredible nugget here. Until last Thursday when the Mets came back and won that game down six entering the ninth inning, teams had lost 857 games in a row in that circumstance. Let me guess what the one was right before that. Uh, go ahead. I, I know what my White Sox Royals won in 2016. Doesn't say, but I'm going to say that's probably a safe, uh, a safe thought there. Now, so now the Guardians and the Mets have won games like that in the last five days. It is the first time in the modern era yeah. that two road teams have done it in the same week. It's it, this is what I'm saying. Again, I went through it all last week. How I had a game. You remember where you were? August 1st, 2013, when they had the Mariners up five. May 28th, 2016, when I had the, the White Sox up six on the Royals in the ninth. 99.9% win probability in those. Should happen once in a blue moon. Twice in a week. It's incredible. Whiskey and a revolver. Nick Bogdanovich. Well said. We had these left over from yesterday. This is the NFL. By the way, you hear the big NFL news okay this morning? So a couple things. One, the NFL schedule makers, just in case you were wondering, I guess we could have tied, I guess we could have drawn a line from one to the other here. But when Tom Brady retired, they started working on the NFL schedule. And then when he unretired, the NFL schedulers had to scrap the entire thing and restart from scratch because they're like, well, now we got to make the Bucks games more weighted towards primetime and national broadcasts. So he messed him up on that. And now the news this morning, Tom Brady, in a Drew Brees-like deal while he's still playing, Tom Brady will become, upon his retirement, whenever that day is, should we assume one more year because he wanted to play till 45? I don't know. You know what they say about assuming, Jeff? It makes you regret what you said earlier, I believe is the statement. I believe that's the phrase. I believe yes. that's the phrase. Um, Tom Brady will become a Fox Fox's number one color analyst alongside Kevin Burkhardt, which I guess is the de facto replacement for the Buck Aikman team. Who's their number one crew this year? Well, Burkhardt is the play-by-play guy. But we don't know the color? I can imagine it will be Greg Olson for the year, but I don't think that's been officially announced yet. Do we think Tom Brady will be good at this? No idea. No idea. No clue. There's no way to know, right? Because your knee-jerk is to say, oh, Tom Brady's not that exciting, right? But you never know. You never know as an analyst how he could be. He could be just the lo- – all of a sudden he becomes just the loosest dude in the world. I don't know. Well, remember, too, when Romo got the job at CBS at first, we had no idea what to expect. And I think part of the reason that we loved Tony Romo, at least at the beginning, was because he was he was awesome early on, and we didn't expect him to be that great, I think. Yeah. He had a bad postseason, didn't he, yeah, as I recall? Yeah, yeah. He, I think uh, I think he's got to reel it in a little bit. Yeah, we do. We still like when he anticipates the play before it happens. Yeah, sometimes. 
Yeah, I, I still kind of like it. Brent, not a fan of that, by the way, when it first started on the network. Brent would kill him on air. Brent is a guy who obviously is as pedigreed as a play-by-play guy as, as anyone. But he used to come on air and, and not be happy with that. So he comes from a perspective that is much more educated than ours. But I, I will, I, I don't know. I don't know. Brady may be the worst thing ever. And, and so Peyton Manning's never doing this stuff? I think Peyton Manning is very happy to take get his money doing what he did on the select Monday night Manning cast. I think he's yeah. very happy with that. I, you know what? He should be. It's still the greatest thing going. To work with his brother. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And he's got 75 million endorsements. Yeah, Why does gets, he need gets to talk to yeah. some really cool people every week. Like, yeah. what, what's wrong with that? Who needs that? By, by the way, Gil, uh, more NFL things that broke this morning. Please. And I know, uh, I know how excited you are to uh, potentially bet games that are seven months away now. Can we talk about this one more time? Because <laughs> I, 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 I was kind of kind about it yesterday. And I was trying to say, like, this is not a new thing. I, you know, again, I sat down with the dude who did it first in the United States in 2011 in July of that year. And then 2012, it got to May of, of, you know, putting out lines for every game. And the other thing I didn't say is just, just what you just said right there, Jeff, which is I don't know any better of any repute, right? Or any successful better that like looks to bet these now. Do you? Like, no, I just, I just don't know why it's such a, the, the lines part of this, and we all come from a betting perspective. But unless you have some distinct angle that you think is going to happen, oh, this guy's not going to be there at the time, and so you think, I mean, it, it just seems, it just seems like a ridiculous it, exercise. I think it just more has to do with how much our sports landscape just revolves around football. That's all it is. It does, but like we lose our minds. No, of course, of course we yeah. do. And and look for the schedule being released Thursday. Yeah. I. The importance of that is just trying to figure oh, out. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, that, that that of all right. This team has a three-game road trip in the for, middle of the year. This season, team has to travel. Yeah, if you're a into ton, a, yeah. a season long bet, okay, great. But like the the lines of a game in week eight, like, are you rushing to bet that? No, I'm absolutely not. not. Anyway, absolutely I not. No, what I, I was saying you. though to uh, take steam out of the sales yeah. on this, yeah, yeah. Gil. Uh, the uh, the NFL's going head to head with the NBA on Christmas this year. They are. They don't care. They don't care, and quite frankly, they shouldn't care. No. Uh, so they've already announced one of the triple headers, which uh, Nickelodeon's getting back in the act. Here, oh, you know? slime. Uh, Rams and Rams and Broncos, uh, that one game that was announced, also looks like, uh, based on a report out of the L.A. Times, that the Bills and the Rams will be the game that opens the season. Wasn't that supposed to be the game all along? Yeah, that was the one that made yeah. the most sense. That was the one that made the most sense based off the Rams' opponent skill. What do you want to shove in here for 60 seconds? That yeah, let's uh, end the yesterday? NFC East real quick, and we, we – uh, we, we uh, have seen some movement on this be after the draft because the Eagles have gotten shorter. Should the Cowboys be favorites at all? Yeah, the Cowboys should be favorites, but I don't think you should have to be laying a price with them to win the division, which you see right now, Cowboys minus 110 to win the division. The Eagles at plus 250. Your commanders at 4-1 to one and then the Giants oh, at 13-2. to two. Boy, yeah. Um, how many times do you think I'll say the word commanders this year? What's the over-under on it? <laughs> non-guessing lines days? Yeah. Non-guessing lines days, I would say it's going to be under 13 and a half. For the full season? Yes. I'm going way under that. Yeah. Um, Guessing lines, though, excuse it. Uh, let me just say this. I think I, I wouldn't bet this. I, I don't think I want to tie my money for something as non-sexy as plus 250 on the Eagles, but if you made me bet it, I think I'd bet the Eagles at plus 250. I think they're every bit as good as the Cowboys. I really do at this point. And their defense might be unbelievable. 
But we asked this question of, of Eric Eager from uh, Pro Football Focus. What's his biggest under-the-radar bet so far? He would take the Giants plus 650 at that number. Yeah, I'm not there yet. Not there yet. But the Eagle, Eagles and Giants, great draft days. All of this stuff and so much more football bettable year-round. We'll come back. Hockey next with Andy McNeil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet MGM's pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a homer. Regardless of your bet's outcome, enjoy baseball like never before. With BetMGM all season long, sign up today with the king of sportsbooks. Eligibility restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets on site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Skill Alexander. Uh, the other thing about the uh, Tom Brady thing getting the uh, analyst job everybody already making the joke that he just wants to be out of the house with Giselle there reminds me of my dad when uh my mom would be out of town and my dad who always came home at 7 30 p.m when my mom is in town he would just show up at 4 30 p.m at the house like 4 30 and I'd be like ah but what are you doing here he'd be like what do you expect your mother's gone will you expect me to be at the office now it's the greatest time in the world I can come home (laughs) it's just the ball and chain narrative of (laughs) Of the Tom Brady uh, deal, getting the analyst job. I can relate. Oh, I remember it well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Andy McNeil, star of Canada, to talk hockey with us, a digital gambler. Let's wave the uh, Canadian flag and go up north. How are you doing, Andy? I'm doing pretty good, Gail. How are you? I'm good. So let me just start with the off the, off the ice stuff. Barry Trotz, and the reason I sympathize with this, because the Islanders fans are going crazy that Barry Trotz was fired. Obviously, Raised them from you know from ne- the netherworld nowhere to two conference finals, and I can relate to this as a Caps fan. I'm sort of like Crimea River. Now you know what it felt like. Caps won a Stanley Cup after 44 years of not having done so. Trotz gets them to the promised land, and they're like, "See ya. We're not going to pay you." Can you just explain hockey teams because th- they get rid of coaches in a way that other sports don't? Are do you? Do you buy into this firing at all? Oh, I buy into the fact that it's ridiculous, I guess. I mean, I think it's 
about the only thing that single person in the hockey world can kind of agree on, that Barry Trotz is a great coach and the Islanders are idiots for firing him. Uh, I guess that's what happens when your, your general manager is 100 years old, though. Um, Lula Morello, he's pretty, you know, he, uh, I mean, he, he did an all right job putting a, a team together for, for Trotz over the last couple of years. But, I mean, Trotz squeezed every last bit of juice that, that roster, and the only reason they were relevant, the only reason they made it as far as they did uh, in the playoffs those years was, was because of his systems and, and his, uh, you know, kind of, uh, uh, you know, his, his, his knack for, for getting the most out of teams and instilling that, uh, that, that, that amazing defensive structure. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's incredible that that happened. It was a surprise to everybody, and I think um, uh, there, there's going to be a line of teams. I'm sure there are teams that, that were feeling great about their, their coaching situation a couple of days ago, and now they're, they're second-guessing whether they should make a change or yeah. not now that he's on the market. Including, as Jeff pointed out the other day, the Vegas Golden Knights, right when this news broke down, it broke out yesterday. So, okay, you had five plays before the first round. You could still go 5-0. Yeah. Oh, you could still go 0-5. Uh, you have the you, you have the <laughs> yeah. you have the lightning in the series two to two against the Leafs. Uh, you have the Caps. Oh, the Caps! Uh, how'd they lose this last uh, night? So close, so close. We got we got them at three to one uh, in this series. They're two to two now with the Panthers going back to Florida. Uh, the Bees, the Bruins, were down two to nothing. Now it's two to two in their series with the Hurricanes, as you like to say. Uh, then the uh, what's the fourth? The Blues as a dog. Two to two in their yep. series with the Wild, uh, and then you have the Flames minus two. What did you have? Minus two and a half or minus one and a half? You had oh that no, one minus one and a half. Minus one and a half. Last night that would have been yeah. So you uh, could, that would have been a loser, but you can still, still win that. Still alive. What do you feel of all those five? Which and obviously Pittsburgh now up three to one in their series. The Lanch. Oh, you had the uh, you did you did recommend a sweep on the Lanch that got done. Um, but of the five that remain that I just mentioned that could either go 5-0, and 0-5, or anywhere in between, what do you feel the best about? What do you feel the shakiest on? Um, well, there, there's, I, I feel pretty great about the, the Capitals bet. I mean, yeah. uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's disappointing that they weren't able to, to, to hold on and get the job done last night or win in overtime. But, um, you know, given how this series has played out, I think, I think the Capitals have – you know, arguably been the better team in a lot of ways. And, uh, I mean, I knew that there was more to this team than they showed in the regular season. Nicholas Backstrom, TJ Oshie, Anthony Manta, those guys missed roughly half the season. And, and uh, it's unfortunate that Tom Wilson hasn't been in the lineup, but um, hopefully he'll be back in time for game five. And, and uh, maybe the Capitals will, uh, will, will, will take another series lead, but, um, I, I feel pretty good about the, the Lightning. It seems like they're finding their game. Uh, obviously, the, the Leafs have a – this is now a best of three, and the Leafs have home ice advantage. But um, uh, it really feels like game game number four was their chance, uh, and, and they really missed it. So it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. But I've got a, a money line bet on the Lightning uh, today to, to win game number five at plus 105 or better. Um, I believe plus one oh or plus one ten is is, is uh, available at quite a few sports books now. Um, so uh, 
I'm I'm hoping that that Tampa Bay can get the job done tonight in Toronto. But uh, as far as the ones I feel the shakiest about, it has to be Boston and St. Louis, and that's not necessarily because I either team has played poorly or um, or anything like that. It's uh, it's it has to do with injuries and. We don't know if Hampus Lindholm is going to be in the Bruins lineup tonight. It looks like he, he might be. Uh, he skated yesterday. But Charlie McAvoy, he got placed in COVID protocol prior to Game 4. Luckily, the Bruins were still able to win that game and tie the series. But uh, he wasn't expected to travel with the team to Carolina for Game 5. And it doesn't sound like he's going to be in the lineup, obviously. So that's a big blow to the Bruins. Um, and uh, I think Carolina will likely, you know, win this game more often than than the Bruins here. So um, it would be a it would be a big swing if if Boston's able to get this this done without without McAvoy in the lineup. Um, but uh, and as far as the the Blues go, Tory Krug uh, arguably their best defenseman. He's he missed Game Four due to an injury. They're also missing a, a couple of other defenders, uh, but none of them move the needle as much as as Krug does. Um, and his status for for Game Five tonight is is unclear. So, a bit of uncertainty there. I'd probably consider backing the Blues at around at plus one twenty or better if Krug is in the lineup. But uh, if he's not, I'll I'll just be uh, rooting for the the Blues to to to, to win that series best. <laughs> okay, so you anticipated my next question. So you do have a bet on the Lightning tonight. Uh, no thank you on the Bruins, given the injuries. Blues would be price and lineup dependent. Uh, you have nothing on the Kings and the Oilers, which is the one series we haven't talked about, which is also 2-2 two to two headed back to Edmonton tonight. Uh, you had nothing pre-flop. I'm assuming you have nothing here tonight either on this. What, what about the Capitals tomorrow? Uh, that's 2-2. Two to two, And the Panthers revert right back to, you know, the, the price that you could get them at. Uh, before the series started, also the game price minus two twenty-five in a series that has been very, very evenly matched. Do you think you're adding to the Capitals tomorrow night on the game itself, Game Five, let's say specifically? Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, the Capitals at plus one ninety is uh, is a value bet. Um, I, I I do think. Uh, I, I would like to know if if Wilson's going to be in the lineup or not. Uh, I think we we've seen things kind of strangely move to Florida at times in this series, uh, specifically when they're at home. I mean, they won eighty three percent of their games at home this season, so there is a, a big home edge there. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's probably not something I'd I'd rush to, but it's. Uh, it's a it's a line that I'll monitor throughout the day and okay. and kind of survey things to see if if they're going to move in any one direction and and make my decision then. All right. So lightning lightning is the one play that is already solidified for tonight. Lightning at a plus price yeah. back in Toronto. Last thing, we only have a minute left. Um, Igor Shosturkin. Uh, last night we're watching this while we're on prime time, and obviously the the Rangers are supposed to have the huge goaltending advantage, and he is just. I don't know how many of those you would characterize as his fault, but it was just every time you looked up, I was like, am I watching a replay or is this new now? Uh, Yeah, yeah, the broadcast couldn't even keep up with it. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, is your instinct to play the Rangers or at this point you just can't, you're just done with this? No, I mean, I I think I don't, I wouldn't put it all on, on Shisterkin or Shook Stierkin as I was calling him last night, but uh, he, uh, you know he's a great goaltender, and the Rangers have uh, the, the the Penguins have really owned this series. Uh, 
talking about uh, expected goals. The, the Penguins are, are second behind the Avalanche in terms of expected goals for percentage over the course of the series in four games. They've owned 65, roughly 65% of the okay. expected goals. So big edge in, in quality shot attempts for the for the Penguins and uh, the Rangers are, are, have dug themselves a, a big hole here. Okay, Andy, thank you. Got to run. Appreciate it. Coming back with baseball next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.